Hello and welcome to another of Political Yeti's Politics Podcasts. I'm James Miller and uh, I said last week there'd be no podcast this week uh, because it's recess and I thought there'd be no MPs about. But I am delighted to say I found friend of the podcast, Ian Murray, kicking around in Portcullis House, looking very smart. Uh, hello. Friend of the podcast might be pushing it. I think, well, you're on enough. Oh, I yes. mean, I know you don't necessarily <laughs> act in a friendly manner when you are, but you are really. True. Uh, fan of the podcast. Fan of the podcast. Um, why are you here in London? Is it because you hate Scotland? No, it's because I have had so many meetings I've had to put off that I thought, halfway through half term, I'll come to London and fill my diary full of meetings that I can get out of the way that I haven't been able to do. Very That's good. why I'm here. You're not the only one, of course. We saw pictures on Twitter this week of Roger Mullen in Port Palace House of the SNP, another friend of the podcast, so I'm loath to... Why does uh, he hate Scotland? Well, yeah, I, mean, I have to say, if, they only, if it was only you here, I suggest the SNP might have been going, oh, look, he hates Scotland. But he was when he was here, it's because he's really hardworking. So I guess that means the SNP think you're really hardworking as well. Correct. Is that what they say to you when they see you in the corridors? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, because it's half-term, I'm also delighted to be joined by two very special guest interview, interviewees, interviewers, um, returning after her successful appearance in October. It is uh, my daughter, Josie, age nine. Hello. Hello. And for the first time, we are joined by six-year-old Clement. Say hello. 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 This um, is going to be fun. In it. And we're uh, just about to be joined by KitKat. Yes, indeed. There might be some KitKat interference. If there's anybody point. from KitKat listening, in fact, you yes. normally give a little plug. Please, and please, like to sponsor, please sponsor me, either with three <laughs> KitKats or money. That's fine. Uh, Josie, I believe you have the first question related to the fact that Ian is the only Scottish Labour MP in London. How did you survive? Do you have a strategy? That is a great question. Did we have a strategy? We had a strategy to try and get more votes than everyone else, which is a good way, good strategy to have to win. Um, did we have a strategy? Um, yes, we had a strategy of trying to talk to as many people as we possibly could face-to-face, and we did about 30,000, which is a huge number. That's like, whew, how many would that be? 8,000 four-finger Kit Kats. What? That doesn't make sense. 28, 32,000 fingers. Okay. Is that how you got your votes? Did you give them all free Kit Kats? Yeah, we gave them free Kit Kats. That's against the law. You're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed okay, to treat. You could actually get investigated for that, right? The Electoral Commission don't honestly think I gave out 32,000 Kit Kats. <laughs> you, I honestly think there might be a cybernet out there who would, oh, no who would lodge a complaint. No, no doubt. Even if the Electoral Commission no, no would, uh, yes. would throw it straight out. Can I just say... I didn't give out 32,000 Kit Kats. <laughs> and the cybernet out there who wants to make the complaint, save your time and go do something more productive. Um, of course, to be fair, I, and I should point out that there are cyber unionists as well, although they would not complain about free Kit Kats because they all love Kit Kats, because that is a unionist um, okay. I wish I'd said Tunnock's tea cakes, that would have broke to oh, the <laughs> I'd um, get Danny spending all of the money on going to the train to get free Kit Kats. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I'm going to... Scotland. I'm going to tweet this, you know, Ian Murray's <laughs> bribery scandal. That'll, that'll break the internet. Good question. Um, question no, mum's a good question. We forgot to bring it with us, but um, we need to explain the second question. At home, we have a book, uh, a and book. it has oh, pictures of, Cor- yeah. of Jeremy Corbyn in it on every page, and you can there's like stickers that you can stick on him and dress him up in lots of different um, clothes. Clem has a question about what it. What would you dress Jeremy Corbyn in? 
That is a fantastic question. Yeah, I'd be interested I'd like to see him in a decent suit. So I'd probably, first of all, put a decent suit on. I thought you were going to embarrass him or something. And then, what else could we put him in? What would you you think? There's Batman Batman in there somewhere. You're wearing an Angry Birds t-shirt. What about an Angry Birds suit? That's not Angry Birds. That's not Animal from the Oh, it's Animal from the Muppets. I couldn't. I've actually got Muppets. You know I've got Muppets. I've got two Muppets. Have you? As you know from my interview with the House magazine. Oh, yes. Yes. Sorry, yes. I knew that was animal. It comes back to me now. What yeah. else could we dress him up in? Uh, what else is there? You said there was like a, a pillar box or something. Yeah, there was a telephone box. <laughs> oh, so you <laughs> could put him inside a telephone, telephone, box. telephone box. And one of the newspapers at election time always has somebody dressing up as a chicken. That's true. If they won't answer questions, they'll get, yeah, just like so that. Claim as they're doing chicken. Part, part, chicken. Yes. I'd love to see that book. Uh, I know you're asking the questions, James, but can I ask you what was the last thing you dressed Jeremy Corbyn uh, up in this book? We haven't done it. Uh, well, if, I we don't know, done can it, you actually cut out the outfits? It's kind of just you have to, I think you cut out, stupid thing. I think you cut them out and you glue them on. You cut Wait. out and you cut out Jeremy Corbyn and it's like, well you cut out, it's like, you just cut out like his head in this What's the name for this book? I don't know, it's called like Dress Up Corbin or something, yeah, isn't like, it? Dress Up um, Corbin. It's a real thing. It's not like something we've made up yeah, in our heads. Yeah, it's a real like, it thing, it's a real thing. And does it have different sizes and colours of beards and things? <laughs> um, no. Know, you know what? There's, there's like loads of different things, like it's a photographer and stuff, and he actually has different coloured beards in them. Does it? Right. Like it's got brown I need a beards copy and white beards. Of Dress Up Jeremy Corbin. I think so, I think um, he's got different beards. When's your 40th sure. birthday? Have you had your 40th Past. birthday? You've had it, yeah. You oh. should give one to him. <laughs> yeah, give one to Jeremy, that'd be nice. Absolutely. Why don't you send me your favourite Dress Up Jeremy Corbin? <gasps> yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll send it to his I'll office. I'll go do Batman. <laughs> okay, yes! there's, a, there's a thing. Um, yes, the Kit Kats. The uh, Kit Kats have arrived. Arrive, as they say. There we are. Um, Josie, you've got. There a are book. other chocolate brands, of course, available on the market. Yeah, but none are as good as Kit Kats. Kit Kats are amazing, aren't they? They are. Can um, you share with me? Yeah, you can share one. Um, this is good good podcast chat as everyone gets to listen to the Kit Kat. Kat. <laughs> oh, listen, listen to that brilliant snap, snap that they snap. make, isn't it? Brilliant. Um, right, who's, Josie, got the, who's got the next question? Uh, Josie's got yeah. the next question. She's got a follow up on. Jeremy oh, that's Corbin. nice. We're sharing Kit Kats. This is good. No fighting. Not we. The kids are sharing Kit Kats. Yeah. Yeah, Let's just make it Ian Murray is not sharing his Kit Kats. I'll stop you one Kit Kat. Despite being a so called socialist. Um, <laughs> although he's paid for the Kit Kats, so you know. Yeah, he, he is sharing in that sense. Yeah, that's true. From each according to their need and all that. Uh, Josie, mm. you've got a follow up on Jeremy Corbyn. Mm. What don't you like about Jeremy Corbyn? I don't dislike anyone, really. In terms, in that sense, but what, what don't you like about him? What do I no, not like about him? You know, you could still like him as a, you know, you could be nice. Oh, like something people. that I, something that I, oh, okay, um, something that I dislike about Jeremy Corbyn. I, um, what do I dislike about Jeremy? That's a difficult question. What about the fact he's leading Labour to electoral oblivion? Do you like that? I don't like you. Well, there's something I don't like his. I don't like his personal polling numbers. No. <laughs> he's, he's well. What they do is they ask the public. Um, <laughs> Who, is, who would you prefer to be Prime Minister? <laughs> and the public have said recently, in a recent poll, that they would prefer Theresa May as Prime Minister by a whole 68 points, which is massive. I think given the option, given Clem is wearing a T-shirt... Instead of Corbyn. Yeah. Clem is wearing a T-shirt with Animal from Muppets on. I think given the option, most people would probably choose Animal from the Muppets over Jeremy Corbyn. And <laughs> the way his polling rating is looking and at the moment. I love it. I'd be like... He, became, he came third in a two-horse race. Mm. Because he was beaten by don't knows. 
What? Well, you get if you, you you ask people, do you want Theresa May? Do you want Jeremy Corbyn? Or don't you know? And the number of people who said don't know beat the number of people who said they want the Jeremy Corbyn. So you know, there's only two two so options. Two and options. He still managed to come third. third. So I suppose if there's something I dislike, it's his current polling numbers. Um, what's going to happen? Is he is he given a date to leave? Is, you know, there's talk of him. Well, this is all a bit strange stuff. because all of this stuff doesn't just happen from nowhere. Crinkle, crinkle. I mean, people. <laughs> I'm <laughs> the, the crinkle on the podcast is indeed us opening <laughs> our Kit Kats. So we apologise to our listeners. Yeah. Um, wait till we put, start crunching it. Start yeah. crunching them and put at least two fingers in our mouth at once. Um, what was the question? Sorry, I was distracted. Is Corbyn going? Um, well, these things don't just appear from nowhere, so there must be some substance to it. And I know that he um, oh, feels as if uh, things aren't progressing. And the Clive Lewis stuff last week was pretty extraordinary. Although crunch, people have crunch, probably crunch. Led, read, led, read too much into it on the basis that, um, you know, he, he comes from a seat in Norwich. It was a Lib Dem marginal. Um, Clive, you know, had a Remain constituency, all those kind of mm-hmm. things. So I think things have been uh, read too much into it. But there's no doubt they'll be thinking about some succession planning. Of course. I mean, do you know Jen Williams that came up with the, the original tweet mm. that said, I mean, I do from my regional lobby days, and she's good. She's not an idiot. You know, she's not somebody who would put that up without some sort of background. I don't know where it's come from. But, but you'll get to a stage now. We had the leadership challenge last year. The PLP have decided that, you know, Jeremy won that fair and square. Yeah. He got another mandate. Let's get on with it. But you will be getting MPs now who are... As you look at the polls and you get closer to the general election and the polls are still going backwards and these individual polling numbers are still going backwards, they'll start to get itchy about their own seats. Yeah. And that is when you get the catalyst for people saying, enough's enough. And the number of people who've come up to me recently and said, no, I supported Jeremy and I like his ideas and his principles and the way he's taking the Labour Party, mm. but it's just not working, has grown exponentially. Uh, but Labour are traditionally not very good at dumping failing leaders. Um, there was a piece at the weekends who wrote it saying where are the moderates ready to step up and you know with a, a plan and the the oomph to actually take over um is there anybody you can see taking over or who do you think might take over no the problem is that the, it's not about moderates and things taking over um we tried that and it, it, it didn't work it was rejected by the membership so i don't know who's around or who wants to be leader of the Labour Party or even if it's the right time for anybody to be coming forward. There are obviously candidates talked about in the media and the press all the time. Who would you back if it was Angela Rayner, Rebecca Long-Bailey, Clive Lewis and who else been talked up? Chukarabuna. No, of course you back Chukarabuna. No, all right, if it was Angela Rayner, Rebecca Long-Bailey and Clive Lewis, who would you back? Can I not, I'm not dodging the question, but can I be completely frank? Mm. I have absolutely no idea what these three would offer. I don't know them at all. I, have no, I haven't spent any time with yeah. them. I don't even know if I've had any more than a cup of tea with any of them. I had a quick cup of tea with um, Clive at the start of this parliament because he took over one of the roles that I was doing in the previous parliament. Sure. We discussed some of the tactics and what we were trying to do. Apart from that, I don't know any of these candidates. Um but at this moment in time, I'd probably abstain if that was the choice. Are they, I mean, you know, there's a lot of talk. Are they serious candidates? Well. In, in your view, I mean, not, from what you know, do you think any or all of them would be interested in doing the job at some point in the not-too-distant future? Probably. But In the, which case, why are they not talking to you? I've hammered this before. You're the man who understands post-referendum politics. I cannot believe none of them have thought, 
oh, he's lived in a post-referendum political well. world. Let's go and have more than a cup of tea with him. I'll buy him a Kit Kat because I know he loves Kit Kats. <laughs> I've got and find out. I don't know how you work that out. Find out the tricks to to live in a post-referendum world. Well, um, without giving away any confidences, because that would be inappropriate. This Ooh, is a point I made at the Shadow Cabinet time and time and time and time again, mm. and the difficulty arose that certain people didn't want to hear it, sure. and therefore that's why I became someone in the Shadow Cabinet that wasn't particularly well liked by leadership. Right, the leadership. Okay, so you're suggesting that Long Bailey, Rayner, and Lewis are loyal to the, loyal enough to the leadership that they're not either thinking about replacing the leadership or not willing to tap you up for... Let's take personalities out of this. Whether it be Angelina, Rebecca Long-Bailey, Clive Lewis or A and other. Mm. Even Tony Blair comes back and becomes leader of the Labour Party again. Let's just take it to that Oh, come on. That'll be... That's a different... Don't don't do that to me. That would mean still that it doesn't matter who's the leader if we continue down this path of the public not thinking that the Labour Party's on their side and not coming up with policies and a narrative that talks to the country, it doesn't matter who's in charge. Well, so if we're just essentially replacing, in the context of your question, Jeremy Corbyn for Clive Lewis, but nothing changes, what's the point? Yeah, OK. Because one so, thing you can say about Jeremy, which is not necessarily you could say about the rest because we don't know them, is that... For all people would say, Jeremy, the public would say, Jeremy is not as good as Theresa May, don't think he can be Prime Minister, don't think he should lead the Labour Party. Um, they do say, but he's a principled individual that is honest. I'm not sure you can say that about the rest, because they don't have that They background. don't have that background. Yeah, all right, so the answer is to have Ian Murray as Labour leader. I've been saying this for some time, and I shall um, stick to it. Um, 18 to 1. Uh, 18 to 1? I've no idea. It's got to be longer than that, surely. It's made that up. I mean, you know, no offence, but... <laughs> just made <laughs> that up. Um, no, you just said earlier... That I make things up all the time. It's good. It's <laughs> not something Don't I would say that. Recommend. I spend my life trying to claim politicians are all good, honourable people. And you stand up and go, I just make things that up. Made things I made just made make things up, up and eat pitch that's, that's basically my life. <laughs> that's me. Um, I'm just corrupting the children now. <laughs> Careful. Um, <laughs> no, you said uh, you don't tend to dislike people. Josie has another question, ah. which might test that to the limit. What do Labour think of Donald Trump? Dislike him. No, what do Labour think of Donald Trump? Um, he's a strange character, isn't he? What about his hair? Do you like his hair? Clem, you could do his hair. You could comb but your hair like I Donald Trump. Do you know, I need to do his hair. I was thinking that the other day. No, the only I way to cover my ball patch. I know suddenly understand. I'm Trump. The only way I'm going to do it is if I grow it. Comb it all back. Do it, do a Trump. That suddenly makes sense. Tell me what you think of his hair. Do I you like his hair? I was drawing a picture of Mummy, and I was drawing, because she's, she's like made this part shorter, but this part's still long. Like, on top of her head is still long, and then round the sides is a bit shorter. So, and I was drawing a picture of her, and I just drew on her head, and I started to draw her long trousers that she has. They're big at the bottom but small at the top. And then I just thought, this looks so much like Elvis Presley. You rescued that so well. I thought you said my mum was turning into Donald Trump. Yeah, that was, that was that would be bad. really bad. Um, it just doesn't yeah, seem very it? nice, does he? 
he doesn't seem very I, nice. Here's the thing I sort of want to lead into off, off of this we were but talking about. I when, mean, when we were doing, when we, when Mummy was doing work, she had a Twitter sign with Donald Trump's hair on the top. Well, there you are. Oh, that's true, yes, when we, we protested, yes, that's good. Um, is your wife turning into Donald Trump? No. No. Um, <laughs> not at all. Anyway. But no here's, here's the interesting thing. These children both know who Donald Trump is. Mm. Clement is six. He goes to school and talks to his six-year-old friends about Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, do you... <laughs> and don't take this the wrong way. Um, do you think about children? Um, <laughs> as a party, do you think about... When you're drawing up policies, do you think, mm. do you, think you think about the children? Do you think about children enough? Like learning about... Politics. I think, well, in terms of learning about politics... Well, first of all, just, in terms of when you're drawing up politics... Yeah. Absolutely. I th- I, in fact, you could say that um, most of our focus over the last... Since 97 was based on children. Mm-hmm. Sure Start centres, working families, tax credits, all, right. um, all those kinds of issues to try and keep family units together, to try and support working families, those kinds of issues. It was all geared towards children. Nursery places... All right. Those are the days when you won elections. Yeah. Do you think there's an issue now that there's not enough given to that stuff. I mean, we hear all about Brexit, um, and it's all quite airy fairy. You know, it's bubble stuff. There's no focus, focus on how it's going to affect people and what you can do to make. I don't know you know Theresa May talks about the jams and all this sort of stuff. But um, is there enough focus on not particularly families, but you know, younger people and and all that? Sort well, of there's stuff. not because. Um, Young people don't vote. Well, this is true. Too. I have, and the number of people that I, that 16 and 17 year olds in particular, who do vote now in Scotland, say to me, How can we get much more of a voice? And I say, We need to go to the ballot box because it's all yeah. the people that vote. And therefore, if you help out pensioners, you're more likely to get a much more favourable vote than election, which means you can implement your policies. But yeah, I think, you, I actually don't think there's any emphasis at all in political dialogue at the moment on any type of policy development. Yeah, okay. Whether it be for children or older people. So you've got a situation whereby it's either all Brexit at UK level or all independence and constitution at Scottish level, and nobody actually sits down and goes, let's have a national conversation about how nursery provision could transform the Scottish economy. Yeah, okay. Um, and the other side of that is, uh, as Jesse said, uh, you know, how much politics do you think children should know or need to know? Um, do you like politics? Yeah. I mean, we have I, I like learning about them, like doing the podcast with Daddy and finding out about what it's like to be um, like MPs and things like that, and learning more about politics. Do you do any of that at school? Is there any of it in no. the any of it in the curriculum? No, I mean no. this thing. But then, of course, Don't Donald Trump anything. is quite worrying. And yeah, and the stuff he does is quite unpleasant and quite worrying. So I get you sort of wonder how like much exactly how much the kids need to know. You should have done an impression there. Got to do an impression. We're going to build a wall. Build it's going to be great. Good impression. You're both quite good at that. I actually. like that. Uh, Clem, can you do an impression of Donald Trump? No, we're going to build a wall. Excellent. Not bad. Daddy was telling me. When he got when he was like crown president, he was like no no there was a giant crowd. It's like the biggest crowd ever. He's like no no it wasn't the biggest crowd ever. Like no it was the biggest crowd ever. It was the biggest crowd ever. Like like no it wasn't very big actually. There was nobody there. It was big. It was big. It was smaller than Obama's. Yeah, quite a distance. You're um, good at politics. No, so you've talked about Corbyn, Trump, Obama, Theresa May. Should they know this stuff, or is it actually... I want to know, know it. I think it's great. I want to know it. Um, no, you mentioned independence. We're coming on to that, but yes. Clem has got a question. Clem's got a question. Oh, yeah, what? here we go. Are you friends with Andy Murray? No, I've never met Andy Murray, although I've met his mum. Oh, 
You've got the same oh. name. Yeah, we're not related. Spelled the same way. Spelled the same. So uh, I sometimes tell people we're related. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, know. you, play well, you do tennis. make things up, as you say. Yeah, I mean, in, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. true. You're too good at this. Cut. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Can you edit it? Um, um, no, um, I sometimes, if I'm uh, abroad, introduce myself as Ian Murray, not related to Andy Murray. Oh, okay, well, there you go. Because people question. Andy Murray. I'm Ian Murray. Um, you like tennis? Clems, you play tennis? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, used to go, tennis. I used to go tennis club. But we never had a ball. We always used to hit balloons. Pair of socks. We used to hit balloons. We'd be like, so we'd have a balloon. We'd just be hitting it up. Oh, and down. Right. You can you know, use a pair of socks. Roll a pair of socks up. <laughs> Yeah, and we do have tennis balls. It's not like we're yeah, so sure we don't we, have tennis balls. It's just tennis at tennis clubs because they're quite little. She's only little. James is too poor to shave. Well, I know. Come on, Mister Kit Kat. Give me some cash, you know, so I can afford to buy tennis balls for my children. Um, no, not that. There was a Mister Kit Kat. Jason Kit Kat. He's like a he's a councillor in Brighton. Actually, he might even be in your party, or maybe he's in the Greens. Yeah. Anyway, Jason, Kit-Kat um, Jason Kit-Kat. I'm not, I'm not begging Jason Kit-Kat for money. I'm the man who makes Kit-Kat. Um, no, we just Kit-Kat mentioned Murray. independence. <laughs> when we were sitting about talking, having our um, production meeting, I said, oh, we should talk about independence. Yes. And what did you do, Josie? Do you think it would cost more money to go to Scotland if it was a separate country? Cost more money? To, like, to get go and visit train. her nanny and pops. Will it cost where's more? Your, so where's your nanny and pops? Where do they live? A dollar. Right, so oh, no. dollar as in cash. No. Um, right. <laughs> That's American. <laughs> so, yeah. where would how, would it cost more money to go and visit your? If you could get the train or the plane, isn't that yeah. what, that's how, yeah. that's how it, what it means to, well, to these we guys. Is would it be harder, more expensive to yeah. get well, to look, Scotland if it's a different country? Would it probably not? Want to, anyway. Probably not, because it doesn't cost you more to go and fly to different countries. In fact, it depends on whether or not. You would have to change currency. You might have to change currency if Scotland was to take a different currency. So that would cost you. Although although it might be more favourable, I don't know. But that would certainly cost you. It costs more money to get places now we're out of the EU, so... And it could cost more money in fuel. Yeah. So travel prices may go up. Um, You might have to go through a border control, which might take more time. Unlikely, but but maybe. So would it cost you more money? Who knows? The bottom line is it doesn't cost you more money at the moment, so why change yeah, it? True. The interesting thing. You've got a saltire um, um, headband on. Yes, special. Got them flag. Um, when we talked about it, we talked about independence. Uh, we said, oh, let's talk about independence. Else and there was and um, Josie did a what? massive sigh and went, oh, <sighs> didn't you? When, we started that, when I said yeah. the other day we were going to talk about independence. I was oh. Like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. Um, I saw it as well. I, I, I probably. It doesn't make any sense because we're connected together, so I don't know why it's another country. There's not really any point. Brilliant. Well, there's no, there's no point that's, that's not, making it a different country. That's not any input for me on that one. That is just a, a nine-year-old's logic, which is which is perfectly you know, sound. It's, not like, well, it's yeah. not like we need to. Like other countries that are really huge, like Asia has lots of different countries because it's really huge. You don't you don't really want just one big big country. Because okay, yeah. we're smaller, there isn't really any point in doing it. Okay, that's a good question. I like that. And plus, neither, neither. What about you, Clem? What neither you parts on? are very Very good Scottish independence. Very independent mm-hmm. talent. Do you think? What? Would you like Nanny and Pops to live in a different country? Not in the same country, but it would be separate to to England in a, no. in a way. No, I wouldn't like it to happen. Why not? Because I just don't. 
I don't think you need any explanation other than I just don't. But do you, just I mean, don't. I, I, I probably know the answer to this, but do you feel that the people of Scotland are giving out a, a large collective sigh when people raise the issue of independence now? I think they're giving a, a large... Yeah, absolutely, and all the polls show that too. What was it? 68% of people don't want another referendum. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's ex- absolutely exhausting, and I don't know how um, pro-independence supporters can get out of bed every day and just spend their entirety of their lives being angry. It's exhausting. <laughs> I don't think they are, though. Come on. I mean. Plus, we'll be strong. It'd be strong if Scotland and London and like Wales and everything was all together, mm-hmm. then we'd be much stronger against any other countries. <laughs> You're exactly right. Everything. And you know what? You, you raise a good point because if you look at all the speeches from SNP politicians with regards to the Euro, yeah. with regards to the EU referendum. Yes. They could have been written by Alistair Darling and Gordon Brown. It was about working together with your closest <laughs> well, allies, yeah. trading across boundaries, and um, being economic, large economic units to be able to fight in the world, having stability. And now they're saying, we need to be a member of the European Union, but not a member of the UK. It is just intellectually incoherent. Well, it is a fun- the fundamental question that you have to ask uh, all the Nats, basically. Why do you want to leave one union but stay in the other? Um, but... Um, Alan Smith, MEP, actually, made quite a good argument. He's, I've asked him that question. He made quite a good argument that, you know, Scotland always loses inside the UK. Like, you know, it, it doesn't have a proper seat at the table, whereas if it was out with the UK, it would have a proper seat at the table in the EU, and um, that would serve Scotland better. There was more to it than that. I can't remember the, the but details. That, but but that he was one of the sense. few SNP politicians who I've asked that question to. That's it, you have to ask it to all yeah. of them. Uh, and I thought... Oh, well, can I tell you... The question I always ask them is, how come... Uh, what's the what? How can you argue that the EU single market is good, but the UK single market is bad? And the answer they come back with is, oh, the UK, the rest of the UK will continue to trade with Scotland. So why won't the rest of the EU continue to trade with the UK? I mean, the, the, these arguments just don't work. And they've already conceded we need the same currency. They've already conceded we need a fiscal union because of the deficit that Scotland carries, because of, mainly because of the oil price, because of a whole number of other factors. And they've already conceded if you need those two things, you need some sort of political union. So they've conceded all the big points. And actually, if Scotland was an independent country at the moment, there would probably be talks about bringing a much closer alliance with England, Wales and Northern Ireland together. Maybe, maybe. The Act of um, 1707 states clearly it's about currency union, fiscal union, political union and social union. None of those have changed. Um, this is true. Uh, well, uh, well, there might be some argument about it. They've changed in, in, to some extent. They're not the same. We're not the same as we are in 1707, let's be honest. Well, not quite. No, I was a lot younger then. In lots of different ways. Um, well, I'll tell you what we have to do is next time you're on the podcast, Josie, and indeed you too, Clement, if you come on, uh, is we'll have to get an SMP politician on to explain all this stuff. That would be the fairest thing to do. So there you go. Yeah. You've um, not done the jingle. I'm to guess who it is. Indeed. Nats, uh, put your names forward to come on my next. Uh, podcast uh, before Easter and we can uh, discuss it then um, yes uh, various people my co-producers co-interviewee interviewers here are all pointing to something I've not done yet I'm going to I'm going to my new feature it's not that new anymore and it's called I love your questions and the jingle sounds like this Ian Murray, for the role of a grand prize, which MP is saying, I love your questions? I was stuck between Yvette Cooper and Emily Thornbury. 
well, we had Emily Thornbury last week, so do you want to make your guess? I think it's Emily Thornbury. Well, we had Emily Thornbury guest. Oh, he guessed was, last week. No, it was, was the guest last week. Yeah, so oh, do you want to guess Yvette Cooper? Yes, I'll have a guess Yvette Cooper then. Ah, you're wrong. It rolls over again. God, blimey, is anybody going to win this? I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, don't tell. Um, it's a female like MP, I want that. It's, there's not that many of them, come on. Um, the way this works is each week guest sets a question for the next week's guest. Last week we had Kirsty Blackman on and her question, which she thought was going to be aimed at Kirsten Oswald, but is going to be aimed at you. And unfortunately, events around this podcast possibly are going to make it uh, entirely redundant as a question. But the question was... What is your favourite biscuit? biscuit? Well, it's a Kit Kat biscuit. <laughs> if there's anybody, well, it's well, is it? I didn't think of that. When do we you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to create significant <laughs> controversy on this webcast yeah. and say my favourite um, biscuit is a Jaffa cake. Oh, I said the same as that. <laughs> but it's not Jaffa a biscuit. Yeah, it is. Well, there was a famous court case about whether a Jaffa cake is indeed a cake or a biscuit. I think it is. I think it is, and it's my favourite biscuit, okay? Well, okay, she's committing to it. That's end of. There are other, of course, chocolate Uh, cake style. You can get Jaffa cake stones, do you? Why do you get those Kit Kats if you like Jaffa cake so much? True. Because if if, if it wasn't a biscuit, I would say Kit Kat. Oh, okay. Well, let's Kit Kat do well. Clement, uh, your favourite biscuit? Mm. Favourite biscuit? Put my hand up for just. Jaffa cake. Jaffa cake. Jaffa. Well, why did we not get Jaffa cake? Everyone loves Jaffa cake. I love Jaffa cake. They're Jaffa not biscuits though. I thought that was Is a good. Too fair to Kirsty. I thought that was a good question. We could have a good discussion. If there is anybody it. listening, and all we've got is Jaffa cake unanimity. <laughs> if there's anyone <laughs> listening from Her Majesty's Jaffa Revenue and Customs, we know that Jaffa cakes are not biscuits. I tell you what's good. Jaffa it's cakes the, are so biscuits um, and they're nice. I've recently discovered it's the double chocolate chocolate digestive. What? So the digestive chocolate. And then it's got chocolate on top as well. That is, that, that is good. sounds oh extraordinary. My, that sounds I used amazing. to like Rockies because there was so much chocolate on them. Rockies, <laughs> you know Rockies? Chocolate, they are quite small. Chocolate. They're quite, they're quite yeah. small bar. That's the problem. With them. Yeah. Big fan. I don't like small things. I like bigger things. It's nearly Easter. You get lots of chocolate eggs. <laughs> it's ages to Easter. No, they're selling. Yeah, they're yeah, they've, got, yeah, they've got Easter eggs in the store. Bad for kids. For you, the MPs. Go, oh, when's the next holiday? When's the next Easter? They have Easter eggs in like the in like Sainsbury's or at the app. Like. There are like other supermarkets that are listening. Yeah, okay, well, you're all going to get Kit Kat Easter eggs, aren't you? <gasps> Kit Kat Easter um, eggs from Sainsbury's. Just a giant, um, giant Kit Kat in the shape of an egg. Do you like the Kit Kats when you don't get the wafer in them? You ever had one of those? What, chunkies? No, you bite into the, the oh, Kit Kat yeah, finger, yeah. there's no wafer in it. They are just great. I once had a dream where I bit into a Kit Kat and it had a, a piece of steel through it. And I couldn't eat them for years for fear that, oh. I hope, I hope you were significantly compensated. It was a dream, it wasn't a real one. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> it was a nightmare, that's what it was. I'm glad you didn't write. Kit Kat based nightmare. Um, wait till tonight, the lobby. I'm never going to have a Kit Kat around. nightmare because they're so nice. I'd eat the steel if I could. Goodness sake, if Mr. Kit Kat doesn't offer me some Kit Kats after this, I don't know if anybody will. Um, shout out to Kit Kats. Yeah, shout out to Kit Kats. Uh, so, yes, the, the, the gist of the, the feature is that you then ask a question for next week's guest who actually should be Kirsten Oswald this time. So, okay. do you have a question yes. for. If there was a similar book to dress up Alex Salmon, what would you dress him up as? Uh, okay. Um, I'm looking forward to this podcast already. Yeah. I'm going to have to explain. There's going to be a lot of backstory here to explain. Yeah. Last week. <laughs> but okay. Last week. That's fine. We'll go with that. Bring the book in. Okay. Last sure week we yes, had Ian Murray and we had this book with Jeremy Corbyn and you could dress him up. And now we'd like to know if you what would you dress him up 
And... Do you know, know what you should do for next week? You should what? record that question and James can play it out. Uh, yeah. I could do. Uh, you should have your own question every week. Yeah, recorded. That's a whole different feature. That's a good That's idea. That's a feature. Yeah. Hold that thought. Um, right. Anybody got any more questions they want to ask? Clement, you've written down, <laughs> what's it? <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you want to ask anything? Gonna go, what, what is what it? It? <laughs> it says what's it? What's it? It says what's it? <laughs> what's it? <laughs> it says what's it? Have you got any more questions, Clement? No, no, no more questions. Head, Josie, do you want to ask anything else? Hmm. No, you don't have you to done? think about it. We're, You're thinking about it. We're going quite long enough. And we haven't got time to sit in silence. Yeah, we could, we, could, we could sit in silence well, for ten minutes and see right. if it switches on. <laughs> Off, I mean. <laughs> okay, listen. Uh, I think we've gone on long enough. Yeah, what's what's it? <laughs> what was it? It goes backwards. What does that oh, okay, say? What's it oh, when it's gone backwards. backwards? Okay, keep that. Can we'll, I just we'll say your uh, Muppet T-shirt is superb. Post I like that mm-hmm. picture. Of the Animal T-shirt. T-shirt. I've got lots of pictures we can post. Brilliant. This week. Good. Um, okay, listen. I will say thank you to my children, uh, Clement and Josie. Say goodbye. Bye. And I'll say thank you to my guest Ian Murray uh, for putting himself through this. And if you want to get in touch to discuss anything, whether that is biscuits, Jeremy Corbyn, or features that should appear on this podcast, I am at Political Yeti on Twitter and politicalyeti at gmail.com on the email. And uh, yeah, tune in next week for another of Political Yeti's politics podcast. Thank you.